Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing an update on the infestation. Okay, peeps, as some of you might have heard from the previous podcast called Bugs and Infestation on September 28th, Anna got bedbugs in my house, and I was like, oh my giddy aunt, that was no fun. But I had no idea what a journey that process would be. And boy, it has been interesting. So anyway, I had bedbugs. I had to move out of my home office and my back bedroom. And I've been sleeping with Harry Potter sheets in the kids' room for a while. Because it's like, um, yeah. So anyway, but at the end of the day, what I've come to realize is my house is still a wreck because they had to move everything around. I came back to the house after it was heat treated at 150 degrees Fahrenheit or thereabout, and it looked like I was walking into a frat party because they had upended all my furniture, they'd emptied out all the bags of clothes which I had treated because they thought it would be better if they heated them up too, so literally my house looked like just a disaster area, and it took me almost another four weeks to get everything put back and honestly it's not all put back yet peeps but it's getting there it's like today i went into my back office which is still a mess and i felt like i was in a sci-fi movie because i took my um steam mop and i heat treated my mattress yet again because i'm uber worried about the bed bug situation and I'm currently in process of steaming that yet again. I'm holding my mop up like an air gun and I'm just steaming the never mind out of it. So anyway, but I've heat treated the mattress. It was already heat treated before with the treatment that the people came in and did. But I feel better knowing that I've done it yet again. Plus I saw one other bed bug in there. And I was like, I'm not going to risk having another bed bug issue. So I've heat treated again. I'm going to go over it with a, a vacuum as well. And then I'm going to go over it and cover it up with a complete plastic wrap. So that if there is any critter in the known universe in there, it is not going to come out. It's just going to die entombed in the plastic and I did the same thing with my box spring. My box spring I got done way earlier because it's a lot easier to do than a mattress. I really can't explain why except it is. So that's the bugs so far. Things are getting put back. I haven't really seen any bugs since the treatment except for like maybe three. And I've killed them as soon as I've discovered them. And you know, I think at the end of the day, the thing that I have learned after this whole process is I need to be better at flexibility. Anna is good at many, many things, but multitasking and being able to pivot very quickly on certain aspects of my life, I am not very good at. And you know, I thought it was maybe because I am a bit high functioning autistic, but you know, I was talking to a friend recently and she said, you know, Anna, I really don't think it's because you're high functioning autistic or because you maybe have a delayed emotional response sometimes. I think it's simply because you are a deep processor and I went hmm no one's ever told me that but I'm like you know that kind of makes sense because it takes me a while to process things I don't adapt to change readily because I have to see that it actually works 
if you can provide me with the information that it's a good idea, I probably will go for it. It's going to take me a little bit of time to process that, though. And with the bed, bed bug infestations, like, you know, it's still a disaster area. But the thing is, it's less of a disaster area than it was three weeks ago when I walked in and it was treated and it looked like a frat party had happened. <laughs> I'm going, whoa, I didn't know that it would be like this. And you know, the thing is, is it's about how do you balance it? How do you figure out what to do when life does throw you a curveball like bed bugs? I mean, how do you handle that? And I think in a way, it's realizing that life will continue on in the chaos. It's realizing that your house may look like an absolute wreck, which for some of us is really hard, especially if we were raised in houses where you did not put anything out of place, and if you did, it was a disaster. And you realize that that does not have to carry on into the next generation, that you can sit there and go, my house is going to be a wreck for a while. Okay, I'm going to observe this. I really can't control that aspect because I can't put everything back in a day. It just is not going to happen. So how do you handle that issue? How do you deal with it. And for me, the thing that I did immediately when I got home that day, when I walked in and it was an absolute disaster, is I sat there and went, I can't fix the whole house. I literally had, I'm not even going to tell you how bad it was. When I walked in, I was like, oh my giddy aunt. And I wasn't thinking, oh my giddy aunt. I mean, it was like, oh, yeah. And so I sat there and went, you know what, Anna? You can't control everything about your house, but what you can do is you can get your living room looking nice. Which for me, I don't mean it weird. I spend a lot of time in my living room, dining room, office area. And so for me, it was like, you know, I'm going to get the living room looking nice. The rest of the house may be a bloody disaster, but as long as my living room looking nice, as long as I can get into my office, dining room area for the moment, and I have a place to sleep that night, I'm good, and honestly, I can tell you that keeping my living room pretty nice through most of this process has really helped me kind of stay calmer about things than I would have been if it had been, you know, different. I also have to say that I have realized that I do not have time to, like, make my own meals like I normally do quite as much because I'm busy with what time I have putting things back together. So I have relied more heavily on kind of easy food to eat and I've also relied more heavily on buying prepackaged beverages than I normally do. Like normally I'll make up tea for the week. I'll make up lime water for the week. This month that only happened one week and you know I sat there and went I could sit there and go oh Anna you should be more you know homish. <laughs> I'm like you know what I am homish. I'm putting the home back together and it takes a while when you are doing this the way that you have to do this with this kind of thing. The other thing that I've realized is you need to take breaks from tidying up your house. Also, it's an excellent idea when your house is in a disaster mode to maybe go take a really long bike ride when you need a break from the situation. I'm just saying, it really helps to kind of get out and realize that oh boy, it's not as bad when you come back to it and you go, ah, oh, I've had this perspective of a nice bike ride. 
also chocolate is invaluable in this situation. I will say that I think by the end of this weekend, I will have most everything put back together. It's like, you know, it's taken me literally, the issue started on September 28th, we're now on November, I don't know, 7th, I think? I don't know. I'm honestly not looking at the calendar. I'm like, I really don't remember at this point in time. But the thing is, is it's taken over a month to deal with this whole rigmarole. It's still not done. I'm waiting for painters to come paint the wall where there was a big wad of those things behind a picture frame. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But anyway, I'm waiting for painters to come and fix that. And I'm also waiting for them to fix my electrical system on one wall because apparently the heater melted the wiring. That's all I can figure because the outlets were working. Now they're not. And it's like, okay, I guess I don't have lamps in half my living room. But anyway, uh, mood lighting, it's always nice. But sometimes you don't, you know, it's okay. And so... At the end of the day, I have to say, it's all worked out. It did not work out the way I thought it was. I'm one of those people that's like, if I can fix a problem as soon as possible, I am fixing that problem as soon as possible. The thing life has taught me is that sometimes you can't fix a problem as soon as possible. It's just not possible to fix that problem as soon as possible. The other thing that has really made things a lot calmer as I've gone into the autumn with this whole um, issue is I decided this year to buy a fireplace insert because I knew that it was going to be stressful this time of year. November is kind of the month that gets really a bit bent sometimes for me because of my work and my things that I'm planning that are coming up and it just can all kind of roll into a ball and it's like what can you do to kind of eliminate some of that stress and I know it sounds weird but for me buying that fireplace insert that I can just turn on and see the flames while I'm working at my desk or I can just turn on the flames when I'm getting ready to call it a night it really helps calm me down and I'm like, they've actually done studies that in your brain, if you're watching a candle or a fireplace, why that does that. I'm not going to be able to regurgitate that information. I have read it, but yeah. All I remember is it works. So I'm like, and for me, it does. And so I bought that fireplace insert. I also have to say it's been quite nice to efficiently heat most of my house without me having to turn on the main HVAC system which was really surprising because it has a nice little heater built in and because of my open floor plan it's like I just turn that on at night and I'm good I don't really need the other and so with that in mind I think overall the bug thing has been handled really quite well now expense rise it's been very expensive to deal with the bugs I am going on kind of a spending freeze. I know I kind of threatened that if you guys watch my YouTube channel. But really, I sat there this last couple of months and I'm going, you know, since my move, it has been like expense after expense after expense. Nothing that, you know, was outlandish in cost, but it all adds up. And I'm like, you know, I really don't need to buy a single thing. Now, there are some things it would be nice to buy. It's like I'm planning on getting a platform for my bed because I liked it off the ground with the bug issue, but I'm like, that doesn't need to be bought right now. I'm not going back to that room in probably for another month because they have to paint it. 
they have to check the treatment. I'm like, I'm not going back in there. I guess I'll be sleeping with Harry Potter. That sounds weird. Okay, I'm going to be sleeping on my Harry Potter sheets in the kids' room for a while because I'm not going to go back in there for a while. So I'm like, there's no need to buy the platform for the bed at this point in time. It will be here if I buy it in like six days. So buy it in December when you're actually going to be moving back there, probably closer to New Year's, to be quite honest. And then, you know, it's like, well, is there anything else that I really need? And I'm like, no, there's really not anything that I really need except, you know, with everything that happened, I had to buy a new vacuum, a regular color vacuum. I had to buy a hand vacuum. Long story there. Thought I could use a hand vacuum, but it does not work as a floor vacuum, despite the raving ads on the internet. I'm just saying, if you have a choice, always get a floor vacuum. I'm not saying don't get the hand vacuum because it's handy too for other things, but yeah, it does not do the floors. So I had to buy two vacuums. I had to buy the steam thing or steam mop that does carpets and hard floors. I had to spend money to dry every single piece of clothing, fabric, anything, which cost quite a bit with the drying cost. Um, I had to buy a bunch of plastic bags, which sounds like a small expense, but if you have to buy that many garbage bags to put your clothes in, it does add up rather quickly. I had to spend money on an evening out of my apartment house because I could not be here after treatment. So it's like that all added up. And then you add that all up, it's like the equivalent of, let's see here, um, in US dollars. I would say it probably about yeah, four to five hundred when you added everything together. I'm not good with the, um, what do you call it, exchange rates, but close enough in US dollars. So I'm just saying it all added up. Was I planning on that? No. Did I have the money set in there? Yes. Does that how I wanted to spend it? No. And so with that in mind, I'm like, you know what, this November, I'm not worrying about this. I'm not going to be spending money because I don't need to. I've got tons of stuff here. I'm still putting away stuff. It's like, I don't really want to get anything new. I really don't even want to put together that platform bed until later because I'm tired and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. But anyway, so that is an update on the bugs. <laughs> and I hope, you know, if you guys want to drop us a line about your own experiences on this or any tips you have, we would love to hear from you. Um, it's going to be check it. Let's see here. Ooh. You know what? We're going to go with the other one. Rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. Check it at the round table. Bye.